Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Thanks for staying with us here on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly, and we're out and about broadcasting to you live from Tomasic Polytechnic this afternoon. Now, Singapore's first quarter hiring outlook may have dimmed, according to the latest report from recruitment company Manpower Group, with employers reporting a net employment outlook of 33% in the first quarter of 2023. That's declined for the second straight quarter after a record high of 40% in the third quarter of 2022. But what does all of this mean? Well, the net employment outlook is a measure of hiring optimism defined as a percentage of companies surveyed that intend to take on new staff minus the percentage that intend to downsize. Okay, if that sounds complicated, don't worry, we're going to break it all down for you and tell you all about the outlook for the manpower landscape. We're joined live at Tomasic Poly by Adeline Go, Manager Diploma in Hospitality and Tourism Management, and Joanna Tan, Senior Academic Mentor, School of Business at Tomasic Poly. Thank you both so much for joining us today. Thank, Thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. Good afternoon. So Hi. we've spoken a lot on the show about the outlook for the year ahead. Recessionary clouds looming, potentially impacting the employment landscape. Perhaps you can tell us what your outlook is for the manpower landscape, or I guess more immediately, what the current situation is. And we'll start with you, Joanna. Okay, well, the, the landscape itself has kind of shifted because mm-hmm. the pandemic has actually brought changes. Um, you've got new ways of working right now. And, you know, we saw a decline in, you know, available jobs in certain sectors. Um, during the pandemic. And even post-pandemic, you're going to actually see that. You're going to see that tightening come in. Mm. But people have found new ways to work. That's the beautiful part about things. Our younger generation especially, they are more adaptable, they're more versatile, and I think they've emerged more resilient from this experience. So, you know, I would think we have an increasing number of young people moving into the informal economy. Mm. So that's your gig economy. Um, and that flexibility affords them as well as the potential earnings that they can actually get with, you know, lower skill sets and, you know, fewer qualifications, it actually is something that's very attractive to them as well. What does that mean for businesses, though, Joanna? Well, businesses will also have to evolve with Mm. this, I would imagine. So you'll have businesses coming in and and saying, okay, we will most probably not hire permanent staff anymore. We might Mm. actually have to look at contract workers or, for that matter, temporary workers or more daily rated or, Mm. for that matter, even weekly rated. And Adeline, I mean, one of the sectors... quite significantly affected by the pandemic was the tourism sector, although things have picked up. And you are with the Hospitality and Tourism Management Diploma. Perhaps you can tell us, um, what's your take on what's happening in the sector at the moment? And what do students and graduates need to know? Mm. Okay, well, there's actually a steep shortage of staff in the hospitality and tourism sectors right now, Mm. as we see a rebound in visitor arrivals, right? Uh, Job vacancies range from the high hundreds to 2,000 to 3,000 job openings based on indicators from manpower agencies and LinkedIn Singapore. So for example, our hotel partners are finding it uh, challenging to attract young talent to fill in available positions. And we are also seeing aviation companies, you know, 
are going all out to attract fresh talents through polytechnic outreach activities. And, you know, as Joanna mentioned, the manpower landscape has changed. New skill sets are needed. What are the ways that you're helping to prepare your students ah. for the changing landscape? Ah. I think before we went on air, you were telling us about a number of programs and initiatives that sound absolutely fascinating. Perhaps that's you can right. share more. Well, that's right. Yeah, this year, our Diploma in Hospitality and Tourism Management, we have revamped our curriculum uh, based on our feedback with the industry partners mm. as well as Simple Tourism Board. So, for example, uh, um, we will introduce uh, the work-based learning program where we require our students to complete 45 to 85 hours of work in year one and year two. So, this will actually allow our students to be immersed in the industry, build work experience and build a whole network of contacts even before they reach year three. So this will be followed by a 24-week internship in okay. year three. And by then, students can actually make a more informed decision based on the previous work experience they gained in year one and two. And they can decide which company they want to intern in and do it locally, overseas, or even as a cabin crew. That's interesting. So even as a cabin crew, how does that work? Yes, so we actually have a Singapore Airlines um, Polytechnic Advanced Recruitment Scheme with mm -hmm. um, SIA, where our students uh, during the 24 week of internship they actually become um, trained to become a full-fledged cabin crew so they spend the first three months uh, training and then they spend the next three months flying like a real cabin crew and uh, continue from that uh, they actually become a full-time uh, SIA employee. And so yeah. that's interesting because often we talk about how we've needed to shift and change and upskill as a result of the pandemic, find new ways of doing things, find right. new ways of working. So what are some of the key skills that your industry partners and you hope that your students will pick up from mm -hmm. such initiatives? So when we talk to our industry partners, they are hope, um, hoping for students to be more skills-based as um, let's say compared to ops based. So dealing with complaints, softer skills, that's, right. that's important, isn't yeah. it? Because our industry is actually a people business, mm -hmm. right? You have to deal with uh, people face to face or even online, right? So um, yeah, it's service. Yes. And, you know, when it comes to talking about preparing people to graduate, often we look at the career aspect of it, but there are many, many different areas as well. Joanna, before we went live, we were talking about how to balance not only launching your career, but manage your money, um, you know, when you start off in the working world. And I understand that you're working on a number of initiatives as well to help students prepare because it's such, a, it's such an important aspect and nobody really prepares you. I felt I wasn't prepared when I graduated <laughs> to manage my money. I knew I had to get a job, but that was about it. You know, you've got to think about savings, investments, CPF. What do you need to know? How are you preparing your students? Well, Kelly, I'm glad you asked. I am so excited to actually share about this. Um, you know, we are actually very keen on seeing young people come out of the poverty cycle. Mm. And many young people nowadays are, you know, just saying, yeah, you know, I'm just going to live from hand to mouth and we see more and more pe younger people going into the gig economy as that's we said right. and that's going to you know exacerbate the whole situation and what we want to do is we want to 
make them become more resilient by equipping them with some skills. So here at Tomasic Polytechnic, the School of Business, we run various financial literacy workshops for our students, and we introduce them concepts on savings and you know investing, just to actually get them you know excited and interested in doing mm. this, and you know just encouraging them to to start saving their money, literally. But what we also do, you know, in addition to that, is we train our students and we tell them you spread the message as well. Right. So they're going to the secondary schools, and we've got this um, program that we've started about five years ago, and it's called the HSBC TP Smart Program, and um, it's a financial literacy program for secondary school students. And the diploma in accountancy and finance students actually go into these workshops. And they facilitate the workshops, and they are the ones that are actually bringing that message of financial literacy to the younger generation. And I think through this, we're hoping that we're going to see a generation that's more financially resilient. Mm. We want to see a generation of young people who are able to also manage their money, and you know, so that we don't have to depend on handouts anymore. In that sense. Okay. And speaking of managing money, looking at the year ahead. Obviously, we've got the budget that's coming up. Our Valentine's Day surprise from the government. Oh yes. What are you both looking out for from the upcoming budget? Adeline, no, me. Oh, okay. Well, I think with regards to the budget, you know, we're hoping for some goodies, definitely, and we're hoping that it will be goodies for everyone mm -hmm. and for businesses as well. I hope that with rising costs, um, I'm sure the GST hike to eight percent. Has been felt by many people, and it's all over the place, you know. But yet, I'm sure that our DPM Lawrence Wong, as he actually presents our Valentine's Day present, will present something to help us with this hike and、um, with inflation. But perhaps I think there could also be some tax incentives for companies that are perhaps looking into sustainability as well as the green economy. I think that's going to be, you know, our future. The thing that we really need to be focusing on right now as well. So, you know, with uncertainty in the global economy because of the war in Ukraine and you know geopolitical tensions around, I would imagine a cautious budget,、um, but it would be something that's equitable and yet prudent. Okay. Well, thank you so, both so much for taking the time to speak with us today. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.